Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Welcome. I hope you're having a joyous, happy, free day. Uh, Our philosophy here at Voice America Radio Influencers Jane Unchained is life is not a zero-sum game. You do not need to kill to survive. For someone else to win, you do not need to lose. For someone else to, for you to win, somebody else doesn't have to lose. Like we're approaching life from a totally different perspective. Win-win, natural abundance, joy, peace, and happiness for everyone. And don't worry, there still will be enough sadness to go around. We don't last forever. Our loved ones pass away. So we don't have to create all that additional drama of violence, war, killing of animals, suffering, uh, bad health, climate change. We can reverse all that with one simple decision that we make. And that simple decision is to resolve that peace begins on our plate, as my good friend Patty Shanker says. I am here with the amazing Prabhat Gautam. Hello, Jay. Hey, how are you, darling? I'm so excited to be here with you. And we're in his new space, which is wonderful. Um, We're not going to uh, fiddle with the uh, camera to show you everything because we are uh, simulcasting here on Facebook as well as Voice America Radio. But it's a great space, and we're going to be talking about my new show, New Day, New Chef, currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's uh, an eight-episode vegan cooking show that is absolutely fun and fabulous, getting great reviews, and so much so that uh, literally dozens and dozens and dozens of vegan chefs are coming forward saying, put me on, put me on, put me on. So we're going to tell you about a contest that we're going to be having. Um, but meanwhile, we are also celebrating Prabhat Gautam's new space. So why don't you start by telling us why you decided to have a new space and then we'll get into the, the TV show. Uh, just so I could have you here. That's the only reason I do anything, <laughs> Jane. Just so we can get Jane to show up. As okay. I love to call her Hurricane Jane, you Hurricane Jane. Breaking news. Let me tell you, I swept in here right. like a like a hurricane. You're always a hurricane. It's but, a beautiful space. Well, thank you. So what I realized after being in the activist space for so long, and we know the importance of people going vegan, right? Uh, it was really important for me to figure out a space where people can come in. We can do shows like this here. We have podcasts. We do an interview series. We recently had Jim Greenbaum. The amazing philanthropist here, Holly Edwards, talked about her meditation center. So we're doing interviews five days a week. You will be able to find those interviews on Jane Unchained. And we're having podcasts here, and we're doing a bunch of things to help uh, highlight a bunch of charities, organizations, causes. So the whole idea was, how do you bring in the greatest thought leaders and activists in the world as they come through Los Angeles? And then how do we get them to come here and do interviews? So it's been an amazing journey. We just started in January at our new space, and there's a designated podcast room. There's a designated filming room, which is the room we're in right now, and there's just so much. And I'm going to be excited to team up with you, and we'll hopefully get to do wonderful panels and conversations here all the time, Jane. And when you see the camera move to him, that's because I was sharing this video on my Facebook to my personal page. Please share out. And so we've got some great comments already. People are just uh, super happy that we're doing this, super happy that you've got the space, super happy that yeah. I have the show. Can I, can I give you a plug? Sure. So I have a longtime friend, Denise Souza that sent me a text last week and said she saw your show. And she said, there was an amazing taco. She said, do you know the recipe, Prabhat? And I said, where do you see it? And she said, I've been watching it since it started. New People Day, that New I didn't Chef. Meet, New Day, New Chef. I yeah. didn't even know. She's always been interested in plant-based, but I didn't yeah. know that Denise is full-fledged on this journey and New Day New Chef's part of her. Oh my gosh, everywhere I go, uh, I went to check out a um, a model apartment. I'm not looking, but I'm one of these people who when I see open house, you I'm just. curious. I go in and I check it out. And the woman said, oh, hi, I've seen your show. Uh, my husband is already vegan and I'm vegan-ish. And um, it was just so great. 
I, I was like, yes. And so I said, let me get you some cookbooks. I ran home. I got some vegan cookbooks because wow. I get a lot of them and I don't want them just stacking up in my place. And I brought her two vegan cookbooks and she was, she was near tears. She was so happy. The world is changing. And that's one of the reasons why it's incredible that we have this new show. And before I go any further, yeah. I want to give a shout out to our amazing executive producer, Eamon McChrystal. He is an Irish tenor, a great guy I met, and he is one of the best producers. So for 20 some years, uh, since I've gone vegan, and I was always in the TV business for 38 years officially, and still now, you know, I get calls here and there, but um, I've always wanted to do a vegan cooking show. Now, that's one of the reasons why we do a daily vegan cooking show on Lunch Break Live. And we don't I, want to see you cook. We want you, you don't to host want to see a show cook. where other people are experts. Every so things. often, you know, somebody has yeah. an emergency, their flat tire, you yeah. know, uh, something, and I have to do it. And literally, you'll see Pyrex exploding behind me. You'll yeah. hear the the alarm when the vent is, you know, does. I mean, I, I'm not the world's greatest chef, but I have actually been in the kitchen with some of the world's greatest chefs, yeah. vegan chefs, who um, are magicians. And so uh, more than I would say 20 years ago, a long time ago, there was a guy in the neighborhood who was an executive at the Food Network. And I went over and I pitched him and he yeah. said, yeah, come on in. And I pitched him a vegan cooking show. It didn't happen. But it was ever too since early then, for people to understand it then. Ever so since then, I was like, we need to have a vegan cooking show. Yeah. So that's why uh, after 38 years in the news business, when I started my nonprofit, Jane Unchained News Network, we did a, a we do a daily vegan cooking show. Every single day, we do not miss a day where at 12.30 Pacific, 1.32, 3.30 Eastern, <laughs> we do a dish, a vegan dish. Uh, and so um, essentially, I've been watching all these incredible vegan chefs and I'm like, wow, peep, the world needs to see this. They need to see that they can make eggs and ham without any chickens or pigs being su suffering and delicious, and they can make uh, burgers without any cow suffering and without contributing to climate change and without uh, cholesterol, right? So all of these things are happening uh, on this show, New Day, New Chef. And I gotta tell you yeah. something, Prabhat, we got such an incredible response. Veg News had the exclusive announcement. It's already been shared about 70,000 times, the story, 70,000 wow. times. We're getting inundated. Our executive producer, yeah. Amy McChrystal, getting inundated with the request. I want to be on. I get texts every couple of minutes. I'm a great vegan chef. Have right. me on. So, of course, we have very limited spots for our season two. Yeah. We're having a contest. So, if you want to be a vegan chef, or if you know someone who's a great vegan chef and you're like, this person yeah. needs to make XYZ dish, go to New Day, New Chef, Instagram. And put the name up. Now that person, that chef, has to uh, promote New Day New Chef on their Instagram. In other words, they got to get involved in the contest. Yeah. So uh, if you're a chef, post it on your Instagram, New Day New Chef, Amazon Prime streaming right now, um, free for Amazon Prime members, just ninety nine cents for everybody else, and uh, and get your get your fans to comment on the New Day New Chef Instagram page. New, it's a new day. We've got a new, a new chef. chef, new day, new chef, Instagram, start putting. I'm ready to nominate people. Chef Rashid. I know you just said Chef Nicole last week. Nicole and Whitney are doing their vegan keto. Oh, wow. Book. Wow. Everybody. Like, that would be so great. And it's a very so high class great, problem. It's yeah. a high class problem that there are so many. You have the incredible. best chefs in the world. Like, because when you think about it, do you remember Chloe? Chloe, who created yeah, by Chloe. Chloe. She won Cupcake Wars doing a vegan cupcake. Yeah. It wasn't a vegan contest. No. It was the best cupcake maker. And it was her. And, yes. it's, and it's vegan. And I think that's what people don't understand. The vegan chef world yes. is so much better. Yeah. I've talked to so many chefs who aren't vegan when they start doing vegan food. There's, they feel so challenged. It's exciting for them because they can create these wonderful culinary delights. And yeah. then some of those chefs have now gone vegan after yeah, learning all the recipes. When you realize you don't need to have an egg, yeah. which is filled with cholesterol. Cholesterol leads to plaque. Plaque leads to heart disease. Heart disease is America's leading killer. It's increasing our healthcare yeah. costs. So just for the sake of our own health, if you can substitute flax meal and applesauce and make something taste better, why wouldn't you do it? So um, who would be some yeah. of your ideas uh, for, yeah. who would be some of your yeah. ideas? 
Oh, food-wise? In yeah, chef-wise, chefs. both. Well, for sure, Ron from Sun Cafe, Chef Rashid, Chef Nicole. Wow, there's so many. Megan, Megan, who did the 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 book about carrots. I'm trying to remember her name. Oh, Megan yeah. Sad. Oh, she's, yeah. She's a great. She's scheduled she's, to be on. She's a great yeah, author oh, and chef. And yeah. I want to tell you another thing that's so fun about our show, New yeah. Day, New Chef, currently streaming on Amazon yeah. Prime Video. You can just put in New Day, New Chef, Amazon Prime, boom, it'll pop up on Google. You just go there and watch it. If you're an Amazon Prime member, there's 30 million of them. Yeah. You can watch it for free. And if you're not, 99 cents. So Megan Sad, one of the things we do yeah. is we do a blender dance on the show. And this is what happened. We were having a meeting and, you know, vegan food involves a lot of blender because we make alternatives to cheese, to creams, to eggs. And there's usually a combination and you put it in a blender and then yeah. we said, okay, yeah. what are we going to do about this noise? Right. Do you we can't get, talk over it really? No, you so. really can't talk over it. And yeah. do we get a silent one? And then what? So we decided no, because sometimes on lunch break live, actually on lunch break live, we started it doing a blender dance when That's it's, great. when there's a blender going on, we all dance. So we said, no, we're going to do a blender dance. Well, it's totally taken off. And Megan said, does the most incredible blender dance. It's really? like a it's like a performance art, half ballet, half like modern jazz. It's hilarious. So we said, you know, Megan Sad, who makes an incredible vegan mac and cheese, is going to be on the next season. And she's going to do, she's already thinking about her blender dance. So if oh. you have a recipe that involves a blender, think of a great blender dance. Even if you're doing it at home, it makes it so much fun. You put on the blender and you just start dancing. Yeah. Super fun. This is what I'm saying about vegan cooking is that it's happy, joyous, and free. We have a great, great time when we make vegan food because it's all happiness and joy. You know, what we say is that if you don't eat a chicken, the chicken walks away. If you don't eat uh, grains or fruits or vegetables, they rot. So uh, tell us, how did you manage yeah. to get this new space, Prabhat? So I've had spaces before, you know, I helped found the, the Animal Advocacy Museum. I had a space uh, just a year ago, but my vision was always to have a space with designated rooms. There's something amazing about go in the podcast room, you do the podcast, you're done. Then this room is the filming room. As you came in, Jane, we have three cameras, we have yes, lights. Yes, you do. It literally takes 30 seconds from the dare we Dare in. we sneak a, a peek? I mean, Let's see. see. Hold on, there are all, the, all the cameras. Okay, there we go. We managed to do it without disconnecting. We've done it. Okay. So the idea was all these designated rooms. Yes. And then the other thing that I think is really important is so often we have meetings in restaurants and there's a million amazing vegan restaurants, right? Yes. At LA Sun Cafe, oh Lotus Vegan, our buddy Doomy, Veggie Grills, yes. Plant Power Fast Food, which we both love. And I love all those places. But I thought instead of going to restaurants, why don't I have food delivered here? Yeah. And then people sit, you talk, because what ends up happening is you go to a restaurant, you're kind of stressed out about parking, getting there, you're waiting. When people can sit and talk in more, a and more it's quiet, quiet environment. And we can really get, get now, yeah, I want to reveal done. something to our viewers. Yeah. And that is that we would like to have a vegan business show. And I talked to you about this yeah. through Jane Unchained in partnership with you. Yeah. Um, maybe get a set because there's so much happening with vegan business right now. There it's is. exploding. I go on CNBC, Bloomberg News, all the business yeah. channels. I watch them and I read Yahoo News, yeah. six or seven every day of vegan product stories. Yeah. Or stories related to um, the collapse of dairy industry. Yeah. Um, and farmers transitioning to plant-based. I mean, there's a lot of things that are happening. And yeah. so the business news talks about business, but unfortunately they don't talk about it in a, in a way that acknowledges that they're talking about sentient beings. Right. I mean, when you think about the bird flu and the pig virus, the swine flu, they would talk about inventory, inventory as if these are not living beings. Yeah. And they're described as live inventory, sort of replaceable like widgets. So our business show is going to be very different. We're going to acknowledge that when we talk about animal agriculture, we're talking about billions of individuals who have mothers, uh, who have hearts, who have eyes, who feel suffering, who feel pain, who feel loneliness, yeah. uh, who are ripped away from their families and uh, put it in a different context while still talking about the business aspects right. of it. This is a perfect time yeah. for us as a global culture 
to switch to a plant-based world. Almost all the issues that plague us revolve around the abuse of animals, whether it's the coronavirus and the dangers of live markets, whether it's the pig virus that is decimating you know, millions and millions of pigs have to be killed. Um, just, they, they, they call them culled. Why, why are you calling them a cult? Killed. That's what, that's yeah. what it is, killed. Um, and what we can do is literally transition to plant-based pork, which is identical in taste, zero cholesterol, helps immediately begin to reverse climate change. We're hoping, for example, people of China start embracing that. They invent, actually, a, the Asian world invented meat alternatives right. and, and are genius at it. So that would be a perfect place for it to start. So anyway, we're going to take a short break on uh, Voice America Influencers. Always a great shout out to that incredible show. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right, 476 462 Whatever. 876-5. And we're not drinking. Don't worry, guys. Um, we're actually yeah. remote. Usually I have my little notepad with uh, the phone number and everything. But you came to me. Thank I came you. here. I came here to, to visit with Pravat because guess what? Right after this live video, we're going to have a training program where we're going to learn to uh, do um, multi-camera live videos and experts coming in. And that's why I wanted to be here because Jane Unchained is always growing and pivoting. You know how... Uh, when you go on Facebook, it's always a little bit different. When you go on Instagram, it's always yeah. a little bit. That's called pivoting. Right. That means that they're learning and they're improving. And we want to do the same thing. You know, uh, grow or die. That's how it is. Change or die. That's why we evolved from being a uh, nonprofit that pretty much did videos that we stayed up till four in the morning editing to when Facebook Live came along. Boom. Let's go live on Facebook. Now we have 70 contributors around the world going live in the Jane Unchained News Facebook feed. And then we put it on janeunchained.com and we, we send it out. We just did an email blast this morning yeah. to 7,500. You do such a wide media. range of videos. It's, yes. It's cooking. It's, it's protests. It's, it's protest. veg fest. It's restaurants. It's, it's speakers. Yes. It's book launches. Yes. You're, anywhere there is somebody talking about the vegan movement. You have somebody there. Right. And we want to have a contributor in every city in the world because we this is a global movement. Yeah. Uh, I landed in Copenhagen um, to go to the Luxembourg Animal Rights Conference. And I said, you know what? I've never been to Copenhagen. Just, I can just spend a couple of days there and then go to the conference. As soon as I landed, I went, I looked on Facebook. I went to an anti-dairy protest. 
and wow. uh, at a, a festival. Then when I was there, they told me, hey, there's a Cube of Truth uh, organized by Anonymous for the Voiceless in the center square. I grabbed a cab. I went to the Cube of Truth, uh, which is where people wearing Guy Fawkes masks hold uh, laptops and they show uh, passersby what ha really happens in factory farms, which is nothing like the happy pictures of rollicking animals. Yeah. You know, these animals never touch grass. They never see the sky except on the ride to the slaughterhouse. They're castrated without anesthesia. They're ripped away from their mothers. They're de-beaked. They're dehorned. It's torture from beginning to end. And people don't know. And so when they find out and they see the videos, boom, they often change their minds. And the people wear Guy Fawkes masks because it's not about them. And also because a lot of them don't want to perhaps lose their job. You know, their yeah. boss sees them protesting. Hey, you're not allowed to do that. Or I don't want you doing that. So they wear the mask. Nobody knows who they are. And they're anonymous. They're, they're, they're anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous for the voices. Yeah. Brilliant concept. Yeah. So while I was there, I was talking to this one extremely articulate man. I said, what's your name? And he said, oh, I'm get his name now. And he said, I'm the head of the uh, Denmark vegan party. I met the, within literally <laughs> three hours of landing yeah. in, uh, I'm sorry, did I say, yes, Denmark. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Denmark. Within three hours of landing in Copenhagen, I had met the head of Denmark's vegan party. Extremely articulate young yeah. man. And by the way, he spoke perfect, like a lot of people say, I can't speak English. And then they speak perfect English. It's yeah. hysterical. So, um, it, may, it just brought home that this is a global movement. Anywhere you go in the world, there is some kind of activism going on. Thanks to Anonymous for the Voiceless. Thanks to all the organizations. I want to say thanks to you, because what you've done, Jane, is you have these correspondents from everywhere all over the world. And what that means is people pick up a camera. I remember Peter Gabriel had an organization called Witness, where the yes. whole point was, let's get people to use their cameras to citizen journalism really yes. this was the idea and that was about you know highlighting human rights atrocities what you're doing is you're highlighting everything that's happening for animals animal rights and yes. you have so many amazing correspondents everywhere and what i love is we'll go on your jane unchained mm -hmm. and you have multiple people all over the world broadcasting like there's so much stuff happening that you can't schedule it out. Like I don't. I just say, please try not to go at 12.30 Pacific because that's yeah. when we do our lunch break live. But when I wake up in the morning, I look at my Facebook and there's been uh, videos, live videos yeah. from Europe because yeah. they're on a different time zone. Yeah. And even Israel. I mean, we're all over the world, Latin America. And uh, in fact, uh, every day I get a couple of people who want to be contributors uh, who ask me. and, and Which is why uh, you're, you're too kind. I'm going to Put a plug out there. That's why we need people to, to donate to your nonprofit because oh, yes. I know they all need stabilizers, the lighting, all that stuff yeah. to have it have the professional look it that adds you love. That you've been so kind to help fund that. But we always need people to help contribute. Yeah, and also we, you know, the uh, vegan cooking show, New Day, New Chef, is being done through our nonprofit. So we need donations for that. It's not, it costs money. It's just sets, yeah, highly hammer, produced. Yeah. Hammer people. And it's on Amazon. I mean, yeah. you don't get on yeah. Amazon if it's yeah, really it's, produced. It's you know? uh, beautifully produced. Eamon McChrystal, our executive producer and yeah. director, did it, has done an incredible job. He's truly, truly talented and brilliant. So we're, we're very excited about that. And I think the world is ready. Yeah. Right now, the world is ready for this kind of content because things are changing so quickly. Um, it really started, yeah. I think, this next phase of the plant-based movement when the Beyond Meat IPO was the most successful initial public offering since 2008. Yeah, since since Google's parent company, Alphabet. Like, that's huge. When when you're the next biggest thing after Google. Yeah, it was... That says a lot and about... Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then, then now you see it everywhere. You see it in all these regular fast food restaurants. And I said I, what I thought would happen is you would see plant-based vegan options in a few fast food places. And eventually a place like Plant Power Veggie Grill would rise up and they would be part of the, the formula. But to see these at almost every major fast food chain, oh, yeah. they realize that the revolution has arrived and either yes. they're going to jump on the fence. And I know a lot of people are divided about that. Well, should they go support it? Should they not? I, from somebody who grew up in Oklahoma, I want vegan options everywhere. Yeah. I want them in the most yeah. meat-centered yes. restaurant possible yes. because we're very fortunate that it's so widespread where it is in a bunch of grocery stores and restaurants in Los Angeles and some, some of the smaller towns, they can still order stuff through Amazon and through, through other means, but to be able to have it everywhere and easily accessible, that's a game changing moment. Speaking of the game changers documentary, like, yeah. that's been game changing, you know? Yes. Whatever reduces the most suffering, Yeah. whatever reduces. So please 
you know, who pays the price for that purity of I'm not going to go in here and maybe there's some cross-contamination. Animals are dying. And if you go to a vigil and you make eye contact with them, I assure you, if they could speak, they would, they would tell you, don't worry about cross-contamination. I'm, I'm suffering a horrific death and I lived a horrific life. Whatever you can do to encourage people to eat plant-based. Yes. Save my siblings. Save Save my siblings. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a good hashtag. Save no, my I mean, siblings. when you really think Save about it. Save my siblings is a great hashtag. All right, well, yeah, it's yours. Let's but, do but, it. But when you really think about it. It's, I, it's both of ours. I, I remember years ago, we, we did an exhibit at the Animal Advocacy Museum where we had a family of four, mom, dad, daughter, son, and then male, female, you know, cow, bull, and then their, their offspring. And we said, and we looked at the average lifespan. And you see, like, male calves are killed early, right? Veal, uh, the, veal. They're, they're I mean, they're veal, babe, they're they're right? kept in crates the size of their bodies, yeah. and then I think it's sixteen to, weeks. You know, and then they're the ca- I mean, it's, they're pink, yeah, because they're they're anemic. Yeah. Female calves are part of the whole dairy system. Yeah, the moms have one baby after another until they can't have any more kids, and then and they're then they sent to the them slaughterhouse off. for and then, hamburger and then, and then and then the bulls they keep a few around to like inseminate the cows. The rest they kill off as well. And they're not they're not making love in those factories. No, farms. no, it's, it's all it's, everybody's. Forcibly impregnated. I, I was, and you know the word for that. Yeah. Forcibly impregnated. So, so we know the word for that. So I'll tell people I was on a train in Chicago mm-hmm. and as crazy as it would be, I'm sitting next to a guy who has a small family farm and I just pick his brain for the next hour and a half and just talk to him and said, tell me the history of your family farm. And it is a cattle farm. And I wanted to learn as much as I could. I didn't tell him that I was vegan. I was like, this is my opportunity I'm not going to try to change him to be the next Howard Lyman, even though I'd love to do that. I want to learn as much as I can from him without him knowing what I believe. And he said to me, as a guy who has a, a, an animal agriculture farm with 70 cows, he said, the factory farm system is the most destructive system. This is a farm, a farmer who's in that world. And he said what they do. And he talked about all the artificial. He, he knew so much about all the artificial insemination. And at the end of that experience, I thought, wow. Even these small farmers who are in sure. the dairy and they're and off the track. We're not they, anti-farmer. They yeah. I think that's really important to point out. Yeah. These farmers are also being factory farmed. They are trapped in a horrible system where they are stuck with onerous loans. They make very, very little per animal. In some cases, five to thirty-seven cents per chicken. Yeah. They have to go into these warehouses, CAFOs, concentrated animal feeding operations that are just feces and urine um, drenched to the point where they have to wear masks. They often, you know, develop respiratory and other problems. I mean, they also are looking for a way out. And we're working with the Rowdy Girl Sanctuary to transition farmers to plant-based. So there are dairy farms that, you know, dairy's collapsing for many reasons. People are waking up to, there's cashew milk, there's oat milk. I personally drink oat milk, hemp milk, soy milk, almond milk, uh, and zero cholesterol, better for our planet certainly better for the animals. Uh, and, um, so people are switching out to, uh, to yeah. a smarter, uh, product. It's and a, and so we don't want, we don't want to put these people out of business. We right. want to help them transition. Right. What was the, uh, farm Elmhurst? Is it, it the dairy that transitioned from dairy to, uh, I believe, uh, almond milk. I yeah, mean, they're, right. they're doing very well. Okay. So we got, let's talk we're getting yeah. a lot of comments here yeah. on Facebook. Carol Ham, yes, tell investors leave the farm stocks, invest in plant-based and uh, alternative meats. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's that going on. We ha- we also on Jane Unchained profiled VEGN, the Vegan Exchange Traded Fund ETF. It can be traded yeah. like a stock, which is preferable to many to a mutual fund with fees, yada yada. So VEGN um, is uh, basically and I, you, you have you, yeah, you just you investigated, but my understanding, so I don't want to mischaracterize yeah. it, it's yeah. kind of like the S&P, but they yeah. take out the cruelty, they take out the factory farming, they take out, um, it's vegan. Yeah. So they take out those companies that, that um, uh, uh, exploit animals, yeah. and it's doing very well. And, you know, we are having a very volatile stock market, uh, in fact, because of the coronavirus, again, connected to abusive animals, live markets, yada, yada. So when we look at it from a big picture, for the gentleman who said eating steak and eggs right now, um, is it in our self-interest to continue in a food system that is not only contributing to world hunger, 
um, but deforestation, habitat destruction, uh, animal extinction, wildlife extinction, and human health problems, uh, and disease and viruses that are wiping out millions of animals and posing a threat to human beings. Is that really smart? Let's think smart because the top animal uh, producers are, they know all this and they are investing in meat alternatives and plant-based meats. Some of them have actually said the future of food is meatless. It's exactly like the, the, the gas, the gas and oil system where, where where they started understanding the value of all all the alternative fuel stuff and they're the leaders in it. And I, I think when I, when I think about all the destruction done from the factory farm system, it's not just, it's obviously for animals, but yeah, what you said, the human health toll, right? Like all the, the cases of respiratory issues for all the people that live near those areas. And in, when you see those videos, I mean, there's, you can, you guys can look it up on YouTube. There's drone videos of these giant lagoons of pig waste. And also and, blood. And blood. And then, and then whenever it rains or whenever there's a strong wind, it hits the, all the people that live near there. And I think the reason why more people aren't concerned is because so often the people that are affected by it, they're poor, they're poor people in, that are communities of color. Yes. And so they're just sort of yet victimized again in our society. Exactly. And we just turn a blind eye to it where really why should they have giant health issues because of our own need for really we're damaging ourselves through the consumption of meat and dairy. Yeah. And we're seeing, I mean, right now, uh, as we speak today, this is an evergreen. It could be seen a long time from now, but today real time where we're standing, the stock market's plunging, the coronavirus is spreading. There's fears of a global pandemic. Um, and again, it gets back to uh, the dangers of, um, Animal consumption, animal abuse and animal consumption is the heart of a lot of this problem. Now, when you consider that most antibiotics in the United States, the overwhelming majority of antibiotics are fed to farm animals. It's, it's over 75%. I was what at a conference a few you? years ago, 75%. And I said, that, that can't be accurate. So true. I went and talked to the person who said the statistic. I talked to the, the person who led the organization. And I've told that to people, when you Google it, it's between 75 and over 80%. Of and all antibiotics. Of all antibiotics. Now, they're supposed to pass through the animal system yeah. before the animal is slaughtered, throat slit, electrocuted, yeah. however, they're die, however they die. And it's never fun. Um, but yeah. we know problems with the U- USDA. We know, for example, that the USDA, quote unquote, inspectors have been standing right there as down cows are taken to slaughter. That was the hallmark uh, slaughterhouse scandal uh, that was... It, it resulted in, at the time, I think, the biggest right. recall in history. The, the, the USDA inspectors are right there. So would these uh, industries prefer to pay a fine and have the antibiotic? We're having antibiotic resistance. This is part of the problem. Yeah. Antibiotic resistance is increasing yeah. because these animals are packed with antibiotics. And antibiotics have the other impact of being growth hormones. Yeah. So... Think about that. And, and I, I think tell, about that. I tell people all my friends, on a diet. All my friends that, that, that consume dairy, I tell them, you're just getting straight antibiotics. Like you're, well, you're basically just drinking it straight from the sort and you shouldn't like it's, it's that milk was meant for the, the infants of the cow, not for human consumption. Yeah. And then on top of it, it is, it's, it's antibiotics, it's blood, it's pus, it's all no, nothing that you want in your morning breakfast cereal or you want to drink in the morning. Yeah. And getting back to the gentleman who's eating steak and eggs, yeah. there's a, a great video out there. It's black and white video because we like to think this is traditional, but it's not. It's very new. Okay. Our great grandparents ate a lot of vegetables and this was a little bit of meat. Yeah. Okay. As a, a garnish, um, they developed bacon and eggs as a breakfast, a meat manufacturer contacted a publicist and yeah. he brags about it on yeah. a video and says, Hey, we want to, want to sell more meat. And he said, uh, you know, maybe you could reach out to doctors and see what you can do. So the guy, the publicist calls a couple of doctors and says, Hey, do you think people should have a healthy breakfast? Or do you think people should eat a good breakfast? And the doctor said, sure. And the guy goes, what about bacon and eggs? And the guy and the doctor goes, okay, this is how, they right. launched a campaign to have bacon and eggs for breakfast, ham and eggs for breakfast. It wasn't a tradition right. prior to, and this PR hack is bragging about it on video, okay, on a film, an old film. So before you, you can't think, have your cigarette right after, yeah, like, and then like, you can like, smoke your cigarette. Yeah, and the because, doctor can tell you to we smoke your cigarette. Valuable, and then there are doctors exactly. that were really saying that the value of, of smoking. And you just see, like, it, it's it's 
agenda driven by people that are making money off of it. Right. And it's a giant human health crisis. Yes, it's a giant human health crisis. And just so just think that those those so-called traditions are really not traditions. Yeah. They are marketing schemes that are relatively new. Okay. Um, and, Mad and Men is the, real. It really is. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. So yeah. let's see. Okay. Carol Ham says, Hannon says, V-E-G-N, look it up. It's a great stock. Um, I'm not recommending, yeah. but I, I did interview the lady and yeah. I thought it was, well, I guess I could say it's brilliant, but you make your own financial yeah. decision. Well, earlier you were talking before we went to the break about interviewing business, uh, yes. people in vegan businesses. And I think what we both want to do is we want to interview people that are vegan led businesses, mm-hmm. right? And also like whether it's products or just amazing vegan entrepreneurs, there's so many amazing entrepreneurs like Ryan Bethencourt, our friend who has oh, the yes. vegan dog food. Which that's Wild Earth. He was on Shark Tank. Yeah. Wild Earth dog food. My dogs are probably eating it right now because yeah. I set it down yeah. before I left. They love it. It's a fun fungi. 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 Yeah. fungi yeah. That has a meaty, high protein consistency that they love. It's super good for them. And he was on Shark Tank and yeah. Mark Cuban, who's now vegetarian, invested. Yeah. And Mark Cuban also invested in Jenny Goldfarb, my buddy Jenny Goldfarb's Unreal Deli, which is vegan pastrami. Now, here's a great yeah. example of people taking um, something that's a tradition right. and veganizing it and making it great for our planet today. Her, I think it's her great granddad, was involved in a deli in New York, a real yeah. old fashioned deli, yeah. and had pastrami. And she, in her publicity packages, she shows her great grandfather, I believe it is, either her grandfather or yeah. great grandfather. Anyway, so she's gone plant based. She has beautiful kids, they're vegan, her husband's vegan great family, super healthy. She didn't want to leave out the tradition. So what she did was she created a vegan pastrami. It is so good. And, you know, she serves it up with, it's in a lot of the delis here. I think it's in Canters. I'd have to check with some of the big, big, big famous delis. And you have it with the rye bread, with the sauerkraut, with the mustard, and it's delicious. Amazing. And, And so why not? Okay. And she is taking a family tradition and veganizing it. Right. So um, what we want to do with this show, and I'll just be totally transparent. I've been thinking about it. Maybe yeah. we could go on Craigslist and find an old set, an yeah. old like anchor desk, yeah. right? Yeah. We could set it up here. Yeah. We could do a green screen. We could get people typing in the background. And then so we create our vegan newsroom, right? Yeah. Jane Unchained with your space. Real change, yeah. Real change. Yeah. Jane Unchained, real change. And we interview people because- Okay, our lead story on Jane Unchained right now is B Veg, which is a vegan certification company founded by a super lawyer, vegan from birth, super lawyer who's been on many TV shows, CNN, Fox News, uh, all sorts of uh, cable news outlets. She's she's a very accomplished lawyer, happens to be vegan from birth, and she started a vegan certification because there are a lot of products that say they're vegan, but turns out they're not really vegan. And so she felt like it would be wonderful to have, for example, wines. There's a lot of wines that are vegan. Get wines that are vegan, certify them vegan, and then you know that your wine wasn't processed through gelatin or bones or whatever. Fish bladder, whatever. Fish bladder, right. Who wants fish bladder as their their processing? I don't drink. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah, 20, knock on wood. I'll be 25 years sober. Which we're so proud of you. And you did a book about that. Yes, you know? I did. Well, so. I didn't go vegan until I got sober. You know, I had to get clarity. It's not coincidental, right? Not it's coincidental. Part of your your journey right. and right. figuring out yourself. And right. Once I got sober, then I started saying, "Are my actions in alignment with my values?" Hmm. I love animals. I love my dog. Uh, and I was kind of a half arsed vegetarian. Yeah. But you, I'll tell you on the other side of the break who I met, actually a cattle rancher who turned me vegan. Uh, we're going to stay live on Facebook. Let's take a break on Voice of America. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. 
Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. You can start at this. Oh, time. I'm ready. We're back. Guys, I've taken over the show. <laughs> it's no longer Jane's show. I'm projecting because Jane tells me to project. No, uh, we, we love Jane. Look, um, I just got a contributor yeah. request. Somebody look at wants that. to See? be a contributor. I, and that was me, actually. I want to be a contributor. Oh, okay. I already have a contributor. <laughs> uh, but but, but what, one of the things I want to say is, for all of you that don't know this about Jane, I'm going to out her real fast. Uh-oh. Jane is an amazing songwriter. Who would think that? She's <laughs> multi-talented. And so she's been producing all these songs that talk about animal rights, veganism. And you just, you get so excited about it. And I think it's so good for you to do that because you light up so much. And music, I just had a beautiful conversation with somebody yesterday about how music's about culture. It's about peace. It's about what we're about. Music's such a great way for us to share our message. Yes. And like Star, who did your show a couple of years ago, yeah, um, she's an amazing songwriter. And she yeah. talks about how like when you do those music videos, you can help share your message with people. Well, yeah. And it's music and it's, it's visual. I was listening to NPR driving around town, which I always listen to various news channels. And uh, they, I think it was Joan Baez who was on mm-hmm. talking about how the anti-war movement never really took off as a as a cultural force until music entered the picture and then you had the songs like four dead in ohio and all those songs yeah. and all of a sudden people who don't necessarily study the new york times every day started getting involved and it clicked with me wow our movement needs music so i encourage anybody out there who plays a guitar a piano sings writes songs do it for our movement so I started actually something called Vegan Anthem, mm-hmm. and I realized you can't order songs. Well, maybe if you're <laughs> the head of a music company, yeah. but it's like uh, people have to do it on their own time. So I thought, well, let me write a song because I have always dabbled with songwriting. My mother was a performer. She was the last of the vaudevilles. And so uh, I wrote a song called Be Kind Already. And that's like, be kind already. I'm losing my mind already. Protest is a grind already. Open your heart. That one we did as a music video. Two incredible singers recorded it. And it got a lot of play. People play it at protests. Yeah. And uh, then... Uh, my dear friend, our dear friend, yeah. Simone Reyes, who is a country mu- up-and-coming country music star, she's on New Day, New Chef, and her music video was on there, and she's just an amazing talent. I wrote, go vegan, go vegan, go, because we go to the protests and marches, and I hear people chanting, go vegan, go vegan, go. And I thought, wow, that almost sounds like a song. So yeah. I decided to write that song. So it's, um, I didn't kill today. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I found a better way. Nobody had to die. They didn't even cry. The revolution has begun. You can join us. It's gonna be fun. Go vegan, go vegan, go. Go vegan, go vegan, go. No meat, no dairy, heck no. No meat and dairy, heck no. Simone Reyes recorded that song and um, it is fantastic. She did an amazing job. We did did it very Americana. She had a country uh, Western hat and and we had an American flag because it is patriotic. It is. It's the most patriotic thing you can do to be healthy, to be to help us reverse climate change. 
we are barreling toward a uh, an apocalypse. Yeah. We're not going to have any wild animals left in about a decade. I mean, we do we really want to live in a country that's just one giant strip mall that has no uh, forests and no wildlife? Of course not. That's not the America that the founding fathers or the pioneers envisioned. So what could be more patriotic than switching to a healthy plant-based diet? Uh, I can't think of anything. So we don't want to yeah. let people who are uh, promoting the, you know, meat, dairy, fast food that is just making us fat, sick, and nearly dead. And that's the title of the documentary. Right. Yeah. That's not patriotic. What we're doing is make America healthy. Make America healthy again. Yeah. Which one of the things I was thinking is, you know, in our current political climate, right? Bernie's, well, yeah. Bernie's we can't talk too, about politics. We won't talk about but, um, but, but just just on all the different spectrums, they all see that there's issues with, with human well, health. Well, right? actually, so, so, across the board, yeah. there is... Um, there is a um, see no evil, hear no evil, speak yeah. no evil when it comes to animal agriculture on the part of candidates across the board. Yeah. Uh, it, it it defies party uh, or political belief. Yeah, because of the power of the industry and also the way the caucuses are set up in yeah. primarily agricultural states. Right, for sure. At the beginning, so, right. You know, Cory Booker is the right. vegan. Uh, yeah. He had to drop out, but you never know. I mean, uh, yeah. I think uh, he could be a good vice presidential candidate. Wait, we're talking politics. Stop, 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 stop. What I was going to okay. say to you, though, is like, if we worry about human health, which is what one yeah. candidate does, then obviously going vegan helps with that. If somebody's worried about the system being corrupt and fake news, well, part of that is you have an agenda from media covering up the real truth. That's one yes. thing that I love about what you're doing is we need people to tell. Like, I, I saw a wonderful interview yesterday with um, with Katie Tor, who, who yeah, Katie, sure. I know her since she yeah. was this tall. Yeah, so, so so when Katie was talking about it, she was talking about what journalists are supposed to do. And I thought, really, what's happened is journalists aren't allowed to tell real stories. Like, when they try to, they get stifled by sponsors, by everything else. And for us to get real news out there, we have to use the platforms that are available. And the news of the day today is what you're doing with with. Well, look, this is what Air I America, said. America, with Facebook, with YouTube, all that, Amazon. That that's the television commercial world where that's where we can get advertiser-based news media is not going to talk about animal agriculture's impact on climate change, human health. Look at the commercials; yeah. it's almost exclusively meat, dairy, pharmaceuticals. Pharma. The pharmaceutical industry would collapse. If people got healthy; they wouldn't need right. their statins, their cholesterol-lowering drugs, yeah. their erectile dysfunction. And drugs. on top of it, they're they're the ones selling their pharmaceuticals to the agriculture industry to start with, right? Back exactly. And not to mention the 75% of yeah. antibiotics that are yeah. fed to farm animals. So, so, so they're getting on the front end where they're so, giving to the right. animals and on the back end when people right. are consuming these animals. Have right. and, and you could watch Cowspiracy and What the Health, What the Health, a, a yeah. great documentary by Kip Anderson. He, I mean, it, it just lays it out. It just yeah. lays it out so clearly uh, that this is a business, that this is a business. So, um, uh, you know, what what I have advocated, what we do on Jane Unchained, which is a 501c3 nonprofit, you can go to janeunchained.com and make a donation. Uh, we do everything like really close to the vest. There's we have no offices, we have no, right. you know. Uh, I always joke. This my, living, my office, my <laughs> living room, Jane Unchained World Headquarters, my right. kitchen. But um, yeah. the point is that what we're doing is an end run around yeah. mainstream media. Yeah. So. You know, a, a cable channel did a several day uh, extravaganza on climate change, never mentioned animal agriculture, which is one of the leading causes. Because, listen, you can rail against fossil fuels. What exactly are fossil fuels? If you look at, I bet you, if you yeah. surveyed a lot of the, the youngsters marching uh, at climate rallies, you say, can you describe a fossil fuel? They wouldn't be able to. So there, the powers that be would rather have you you know, fomenting against some theoretical thing that you can't do anything about rather than take action on something you can do. Take the power back. Going plant-based, if we all went plant-based, we'd immediately begin to reverse climate change. And I did a documentary about this. It's also streaming on Amazon Prime called Countdown to Year Zero. Check it out. Uh, yeah. Because it really lays out that less than a third of the Earth's surface is land. And of that land, not all of it's usable. Of the usable non-ice land that can be used for something, um, 
a third approximately is used for cattle grazing. So that means that that third of land is not forest anymore. It's been destroyed. So those forests are not sequestering or absorbing carbon because forest trees absorb carbon. So if we stopped eating animals, we could reforest that third of the earth's surface, have, more carbon. have all those trees absorbing carbon and reverse the earth's temperature back to where it was 200 years ago. And we could start doing it immediately. Immediately. The clock is ticking. We can't sit here and wait for governments and corporations to get their acts together. We see what happens with the Paris Accords, with the meeting in Spain, that nothing happens. It's not happening fast enough. So don't think you're powerless. With every meal you eat, you have the power to reverse climate change. And I just explained basically how you can do it. And that's why the plant-based revolution is so important. And, And let me say that the big business leaders know this. The Bill Gateses of the world, they are aware. They are aware. In the plant-based companies. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're yeah. seeing it. That's why I want to yeah. do the, the, yeah. the plant-based news yeah. here. We're doing it. Business news. That's why we're here today. Let's to, get, to are you ready to start building the set? Let, we'll start building the set right now. We might build a set during the show. But I, the other thing too is about the Amazon, right? People get worried about the yeah, Amazon, yeah. the fires. Yeah. But really the real story of the Amazon is, they took this amazing land and it's just a giant cattle ranching land. Yes. Like, so really we've destroyed the Amazon by switching from regular crops to being an, an animal agriculture place. Yeah. It's nobody's denying that they, yeah. you know, cattle grazing, the new president of Brazil is very tied with the cattle interests. And yeah. uh, also they want to take some of the business that was lost during the trade wars. And they want to kind of steal that in terms of China. And now it's very confused with the yeah. coronavirus and with the with the pig flu, this would be a perfect time for, let's say, the government of China to say, you know what, we're going to end these live markets. We're going to end this factory farming. Uh, we invented uh, plant-based uh, meat alternatives in the Asian world. We're very good at it. Uh, we all know that. Uh, and we're going to uh, start giving people plant-based pork to eat when it's minced up, you literally yeah. cannot, they've done taste tests. They can't tell the difference. It'd be safer for the people, be better for the animals, be better for the climate, be better for human health. Um, it's certainly, you know, it takes eight to 25 pounds of grain to make one pound of beef. It would certainly create a world of natural abundance yeah. where we could then take the 75% of soy that is fed directly to farm animals. It's so funny when people say to me, yeah. oh, I don't know if I like soy. Yeah. I say, well, then you're eating concentrated right. soy. They're you like, eat? I don't know if it's good for me. Well, that's all they're doing. What I think, what 30 we're doing, seconds. What, what we're doing is we're, 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 we're killing the middleman. Like we're yes. killing the, the, get rid of it. We're like, you know, so stop killing the poor cow in the middle. You know? Yes, like, exactly. Save the cow. And no, I'm, I'm so excited about everything you're doing, Jane. And for everyone out there, they should go to Amazon. And what is, yes, yeah. New Day, New Chef, Amazon Prime. New Day, it's a new day. You could yeah. be a new chef, Amazon Prime. It's amazing. And this studio is called Real Change. You can see Real Change events on Facebook and positivetelevision.org. It has all our videos. I love you, Provide. I love you, you dear Jane. Friend. Jane's the best. Oh, thank you, you know for what? joining She's us. She's never leaving. We're building the set right now, folks. And thank you to Tacey Trump yeah. and uh, Andrew in the control room at Voice America Influencers. And thank you for letting us get this information out. Have a great one. Bye. Guys. Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.